never come across them in you know maybe where I live or where I work. Mm. So describe to our listeners what are they exactly? Well, they're, they're pretty, well in terms of damage, uh, uh, wood boring beetles are probably second only to termites you know, in in what they can do. Wow. Um, so typically, so typically we have. Uh, well, what are wood boring beetles? They're basically they're, they're they're a type of beetle which which the uh, larvae will live inside the wood and uh, the, the the damage is through through the eating of the wood. So the and like people will see the beetle and think it's the beetle that's actually doing the damage. It's the larvae stage. So the eggs are laid into the wood and then the larvae will hatch and bore in. And then depending on which type of uh, wood boring beetle it is, it can be anywhere from six months to a year, three, five, even ten years before uh, development comes out. So you would have no idea that it was just... Uh, yeah, yes, really. Only the, the first symptoms or the first signs you see are... so. Let's say we talk about, uh, we have three main types that we deal with here. Uh, we have the lictid pylobose beetle, we have the anobid beetle, and then the bostridge beetle. So they're kind of like, if you want to call them small, medium, and large type. The typical one that you come across is the, you would see is the lictid pylobose beetle. And <laughs> powder post. Powder post, yeah. They're called powder post beetles because they are produced. Um, Lots of powder. Yeah, so we call it, fr it's frat, we call it frass, and it's, it's almost like flour. It's a flour like, so they reduce the wood to, uh, really to, yeah, to a very fine powder. -like. So they produce that, yeah. So, so typically with, uh, with lictid, lictid, uh, Pylopus beetles are the more common ones found in homes. So new renovations, new pieces of wood you will see in there. And Would you find them in the floorboards? Yeah, well, you, the, the, the first one of the immediate, the first signs will be you'll see small piles of sawdust directly uh. below where they're where they're emerging from, and uh, and then you 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 think mm, was that you clear it away, then the next day there's uh, there's another pile there. So the, so that's that's the one of the first signs you see, and and then the, the holes they're really like. Uh, pinhead size holes lictid so they're only about one to two millimeters uh one in, in diameter and the beetle is only about up to three to four millimeters wow. so unless you're looking really closely you probably would miss it if you were vacuuming the house yeah exactly and, and yeah. of course they're because they're, they're quite small they can often be mistaken for any type of you know a, a, a household beetle or something you know so um, but that's that's typically that's the first sign is you're seeing the sawdust, and then when you do that, then ah right, start the investigation, then have a look for the pinprick holes. But if you've got so like for instance, you've got a um, um, uh, wooden frame around the door, um, and you'll see some sawdust on the floor, then if you look close, you'll see some pinprick. So let's say it's painted white, wherever you'll see some pinprick holes, pin size holes. So you can get the tip of a ballpoint pen just inside the hole. That's for the lictid. So that's the more more common thing. Now, uh, gestation period is usually about 12 months. So it's commonly we see them appearing. Now, why we're talking about it today is because now the weather and the temperatures changed. And for us, uh, uh, one of the first signs of spring arrival is the emergence of uh, powder post beetles. That's one of the first calls we get. People, you know, have got new wood fitted in and, and then they emerge. So typically, um, so as I said, the gestation period is usually about 12 months, but we see cycles uh, usually twice a year. So we have spring and then in autumn. So typically when, you know, we get going into autumn, it starts to cool down and then we get the sudden rise and we get humidity again for the next two weeks to maybe a month and before we drop down into winter. That usually triggers a second outbreak as well. So two times a year, sort of like we're looking now because cherry blossoms are coming out earlier and it's more humid. So we're, 
I think we're going to see, we're going to see, I can, you know, you kind of get a feeling of whether you can feel it's going to, something's going to happen. I we'll, feel itchy. Just yeah. Hearing uh, also, I've noticed some termites are already out and about as well. Oh. So, yeah. Anyway, but so that's, that's typically what you see. Now, anobid beetles are um, a similar M MO and same with the Bosch's beetle. It's the larvae inside the woods. Anobid beetles produce um, a lot. They're two to three years in development. They have the larger, larger holes, but they they can they infest um, well lictids. I'd say so. They do hard hardwoods only, but they're mainly after the starch content. So as the wood. Uh, and the moisture as well. So if it's down below 8%, then it's drier and they don't get into that. So humidity plays a big part. This is why the development. Um, anobid beetles require much higher levels of moisture, so damp crawl spaces, you're trying to get them. But they're less prevalent in the wood, in hardwoods. And Bostridge beetles, they're my favourite because, you know, I mean, they've got like six millimeter diameter holes. And um, they don't produce any frass, they don't any any powder as such. You might find some outside the holes, some coarse powder, but it all happens. The magic all happens inside the wood, and you can see the piece of wood, and it will be it will have lots of spotted holes in it. But the veneer of the it's just the, literally the piece of wood is just a veneer. So it's two three millimeters thick. You can take it and you can snap it in half. As the larvae tunnel through, they vacuum pack all the frass, all the dust, and they leave it in the galleries they create, and it just it just explodes. When you can just break it, when it's just incredible. It, yeah, you can actually... And then it's there's a powdery yeah, inside, and it's just, or is it powdery. just hollow? No, well, it's, so there's like galleries yeah. in their tunnels, but there's, you know, it's really tightly packed, yeah. Wow. And uh, is there a particular type of wood that they like? You mentioned the starch yeah, so, level. So, okay, so, uh, and, uh, so basically, uh, I know uh, Bostridge and Anobids uh, will do soft and hardwoods. Uh, lictids were really only 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 hardwoods, and um, and so the anobid beetle, the mid-sized, and the bostridge, the large one, they're after the the linen, the linen uh, content. So in the in the in the wood, they're not so concerned about the starch. So that means that as the wood seasons and ages, the starch will reduces and it becomes harder. But that's not important for 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 anobids and. And, and bostridge beetles, they can still reinfest wood 10 years old, they can still get into it. Yeah. yeah. Our Facebook page is Noreen Mayer on RTHK Radio 3. If you have any thoughts or comments about wood boring beetles, we've got the man for you. Stuart Morton joins us. Um, we also have a comment from Richard. Richard says, Say hi to Stuart. He sorted out my termite problem once and for all <laughs> after they left a lot of damage. Yeah. Thank you very much indeed, hi, Richard. Richard. <laughs> yes, um, perhaps we will talk about termites. Uh, another time yeah. you mentioned just now that um that the humid season is really the yeah. time when when they emerge yeah. what sorts of furniture are they attracted to or do they like the floorboards do they like okay yeah know? so if you're looking at, at so like uh let's take plywood for instance so plywood is softwood and and and, and neither bostridge uh, and it's com it's composite with so neither uh, anobids or bostridge beetles the, the medium or the large ones will infest that and 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 also the lictids won't either so but if you're looking at plywood, which is like typically now for flooring for homes, uh, people tend to move away from uh, solid flooring because of damp water leak. It becomes distorted. It's not as durable. And also technology is now we've got this uh, what we call engineered flooring. So um, you end up 
with um, a hardwood hardwood sandwich, which is like a plywood thing, so it, uh, which requires less less hardwood material, and it will have a, probably about a six mil veneer on yeah. the top, which is a, which is you know. So it, all intents and purposes, you look from the top of the surface, then it looks like it's a hardwood flooring, and that's much more durable, lasts longer, and it's less susceptible to damp and uh, corrosion. Oh, that's interesting. Uh, yeah. You mentioned veneer because I think a lot of cupboards and you know wardrobes yes. are also made of right. that type okay. of. Right. Okay. So yeah. So you, so in terms of uh, but people don't like it because it's quote unquote cheap. But could it be better? Well, but for fl- well, okay. Well, that furniture, f- furniture, veneer, would and and flooring. Uh, uh, it, it, two two different two different things. This, I mean, uh, veneered or engineered flooring is actually uh, it probably can be more expensive than solid hardwood flooring. Yeah. And it comes pre-finished, so okay. Yeah, so there are different can, types of you can get, sure. yeah. So you can get some. Ca- I've had some cases of some uh, some beetles coming out of the flooring, yeah. And that, and I got to again. I was called to do the inspection and determine what the situation was. And we were we were cutting out sections of oh the flooring, but I got to wow. see. So you can. So when you get the holes in the floor, uh, the, the top. It's not necessary that the the the, the larvae or well, the beetle has come from that particular part. So when we were cross-sectioning the the flooring, you could see in the middle the hardwood layer. That's that was the infested part. That piece of wood was the infested part that had been used, and they exhaled it, and the larvae had bored through there, hatched, and then uh, tunneled their way out at the top. Can you sort of get rid of them by sections, or is it is it once ah, they get into the wood that's go. really yeah. it? This is the so <laughs> this, so uh, it all happens on the bare wood. All right, so uh, if the wood is if if the wood is not uh, seasoned, kiln dried, or or seasoned or tre- treated, you can't say whether or not that there is any uh, any any wood boring beetle, any larvae, or any in, inside the wood at the time. Um, but the way to treat it, um, so if the wood is finished, and so like here we're looking around the studio, so like this here, okay, <laughs> yes, we do have the, a lot of wood in the okay. studio. So if you have some holes appearing, there, it comes out. So because the wood is finished, there is nothing in terms of treatment you can you can do to paint or spray other than that. The only thing you could do is possibly uh, inject into the hole, so insecticide in the hole, because like a resin. Or yeah, something. well, because uh, once once the bits are the the, the beetle, the, like like most things in life, this is the la- the last stage of development. So this is for mating and starting the process again. So they cannot, they can only lay the eggs, or the female will only lay the eggs onto the bare finished, uh, the bare bare wood. So any surface which is stained, lacquered, uh, veneered, or painted, they cannot, they can't, they won't bore their way back in. They have to lay the eggs on the bare wood. So in terms of that, it's a small piece like this. You can either stick it in the freezer for a couple of days. Or you can uh, put it in the heat, uh, kill it. You put it in an oven for sixty degrees for six hours, and that would that would kill anything inside. Or boil it. Well, well no, no. But, but you can inject. <laughs> so, okay, if you only got one or two small holes, just to make sure, because the beetle may come out and think, oh, there's nowhere else to go here, and then try and go back, mate, and then go back inside again. So you kind of you tend to do that. Okay. The only other way, if it's really bad, is that you have to replace the wood. Yeah, there's wow. there is just you can't say whether or not uh, the rest of the wood is infested. There's and, no uh, way what's to going t- to come out. No. Can and you tell, you, like way, with infrared or no? Not, not really. Yeah. Not really. No, you can't. And you, so you'd have to. You, you either take wow. take your chance and uh, and and you know and keep doing. So this is really applicable to. So if you've got ostrich infestation, absolutely rip the wood out. 
Yeah, I mean, because it just collapsed, could be structural damaging. Yeah. But in terms of, uh, so lictid, pilopose beetles, so these are the more common ones. They're much more easy. You get them in cane, rattan furniture. You only come back from the Philippines, you bring something back with you, and all of a sudden, work in the summer, then sawdust appears. You, you can easily treat that. So because the gestation period is usually 12 months, so you kind of, uh, you can you can treat it this year and then wait till the end of the year. If nothing happens, you're pretty much home free because it's finished and then you see anything happens next year. And they only really, uh, the larvae with lictid platypus beetles are only a couple of millimetres below the surface. So they're not deep into the wood. So they do a lot of scarring and damage on the surface. You look like worm, woodworm kind of holes kind of thing, ah, but, okay. but, but, but not so much... Uh, no, they don't go deep into the woods. But that, and that's generally, lictid pelopus, probably 90% of the treatments that we do for woodboard beetles are, are lictid pelopus. And they're quite uh, quite common here in Hong Kong yeah, because very of the humidity. Yeah, very and common, how would yeah. you treat them? Would you spray the wood? So, or? so you, you need to have a look and then see what, what the item is. If it's a piece of furniture. Like a sofa, like a, yeah. Well, if it's, if, so it's like a, let's say it's a, a rat, table. Yeah, or sure, something, a table, yeah. yeah. But, if it's a table, then you would have a look at it, and then and so if the table, look at the table. The table is made up of sections of wood. So if it's in one section of wood, then you can just treat, try and treat that. Oh, piece that one of you section. can do by section. Yeah, because they don't. And the only way, well, okay. So if you've got you've got uh, two dovetail joints, so they're bare inside, so they could cross over from that. But that's unlikely because they're going to be near the surface area, and that that commonly doesn't really happen yeah okay yeah. Um, yeah, because the sorry yeah no i was gonna say we've only got five minutes yeah. left um what about the extent of damage i mean what's the worst you've seen or that you've heard from colleagues um oh. all over the world <laughs> the worst uh, uh the worst one well, well you know in, in um in residential places you know tables collapse and oh, I, uh, we had a, case, a few years ago there was a long uh, there was a, or a bunk a bed or something. No, there was a oh. teacher had a piece of Chinese antique furniture, supposedly antique furniture, you know, with the you know with the drawers and things oh, like yeah. that. And um, and he kept, he kept hearing this knocking sound, this tick tick. tick. So so the there's a, there's other larger there's uh, other larger beetles than Bosch's beetles which can infest uh, get into uh, wood which is used in furniture and then that could be you could you could get a type of longhorn beetle which uh, which from an elm wood uh, elm tree or something and that's 10 years before you probably see anything anyway this guy so the the, the larvae are quite big you know the, they can be up to like half the size of my, my pinky here so, so, so they're in there and then and as they're chomping you can hear the tick. There's t you can hear them ticking, and the, we can hear a tick, tick at the larvae. So he kept hearing this, and he had had one outbreak. Uh, they had one uh, emergence holes, and, and I, from that, I was able to, and the beat, I was able to determine what it was. But I, it, it just, it was no way to actually treat the whole thing without replacing a piece of wood, and he didn't want to do that. And he came back late one night, had a couple of beers, and he had the tick tick. So he, just, he got his drill out and he started attacking his, his manager. He made more holes than the Beatles did. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's so funny. He called me up. He said, Stuart, he said, uh, I found it. <laughs> <laughs> but he drilled it and he made yeah, more holes. He just, yeah, yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah we're, we're going to do was it. Well, we could have done that, but no guarantee. He said, oh, I don't myself <laughs> that's hilarious oh yeah. my gosh okay sorry go on yeah, well, uh, well the only uh, story it was out in the public when disney was uh being developed in, in 2005 there was issues there was a 
there was a big page spread about um, the hotel being infested with uh, longhorn beetles. I thought, what? That's impossible. Uh, but apparently some uh, architect or amateur entomologist had been fed a line or something and he said, oh, yeah, longhorn beetles, whatever. So I was doing some consulting with them and um, I went in and to have a look in the rooms and see what the problem was. So longhorn beetles, <laughs> right size of my finger, you're looking at about four or five centimetres, you know, centimetre in diameter. No, it was lichted powder post beetles, you know, three or four millimetres, that's all it was, you know. But the issue from the investigating point was, uh, where has the wood come from? They said, oh, this is special wood, it's come from Canada. Um, using and this construction on the roof. And do they have it in Canada, rooms. those... those no, they don't. They don't have They don't have the lictors there. Not from this part, anyway. So um, I said, well, well, the, well, the wood's... The wood has, has to been come from somewhere else. He said, no, the wood is from Canada. I said, well, where has it been fabricated then? You've had to have stored it somewhere and... The, the wood was shipped down, it was sent from Canada, it was stored in China, and then all the fabrication work was done there. So therefore, it was, it was picked up from there. We have to identify it. That's where it come from. Yeah. Wow, it's like so much detective work, yeah. and and it was it was resolved in the end. Oh yeah, it was. Yeah, so they uh, and, and the contractor had to out. replace the wood and things like that. Yeah, it yeah. was scared. It gone into a couple of rooms. So you get mass outbreaks. You know, if there's one piece of you know, like shotgun type. Whole, you know, somebody's fired a shotgun at all, and all the shh come out. You've just, when it's like that, you've just got to replace the wood. Exactly. Yeah. Wow. Definitely a it's lot of. It's not so bad thing in a home, though. It's usually, you tend to get it on on uh, construction materials rather than furniture. So, drywood termites in furniture. But uh, that's another that's another, another topic. <laughs> yeah, when is it season? So, you get a house, house get finished, and then you've got the, the architrave, the framing around the doors and uh, the finishings and so you've got you know like you said you've got the veneer used the construction of the cupboards but the trimming in that is all used with solid we've used solid wood so that tends to happen and they're sort of isolated strips so you can generally treat them on their own without having to demolish the whole thing so yeah excellent all right well Stuart, as ever thank you so much for your expertise <laughs> and your time uh, joining us in our studio and, and giving us uh, great advice remind our listeners once again how can they find out more about you and your work have you got a website we have yes www.biocycle excellent and i look forward to, to the yeah. next time um maybe termites or, or some other because i love the way you pick insects well, well, which are seasonal we morph into that because actually because because uh, uh drywood termites can produce similar droppings and sightings as to as to wood wood borer, but not not so common. Okay. So, so anyway, do they that, do people get confused between the two? Um, you have to really see which mm, one. Not really. Well, I mean, it was just that the interesting facts in with drywood termites, the easy way, the droppings because so they when they're in the wood they do the same thing. So they have what they call uh, kick out holes. So they have a toilet. So they, they have a, yeah. So they have a part of part of the gallery in the gallery and a place where they get rid of all these. So they travel the way down to this point and then they kick out their fecal pellets. Right, so and, they, and they mass and they collect on, underneath. Okay, so these are the beetles. That... So, so this is a termite. Oh, this, this is, is a dry termite. termite. Yeah, so they require a lot termite. less moisture, unlike subterranean termites. Wow, so they really make a hole through and through. Yeah, well, so they, because they, what they do is they have. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, no, we'll have no, to revisit this. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, we are next, out of time. No, we do dry termites and termites. Excellent. <laughs> okay. Thank you so much, Stuart. Thank you very okay. much. And now a quick look at the weather forecast <laughs> for today. Slightly cooler and mainly cloudy with one or two light rain patches and the outlook slightly cooler mornings in the next few days. Brighter early